Thank you for listening to the Botanical Resistance Podcast. First of all, I'd like for you to hit that subscribe button and share this out with your friends. We can't do this without you. Secondly, if you love the show, please leave a review. It really helps other people and they see what you've thought. Take us with you wherever you go by downloading the Podbean app. Very nifty thing to have. Today we've got Melody Wolf on the show with us. Melody is an expert at what I call information scraping. And I'm really not sure if that's even a thing or not, but she's great at it. She's going to show you how to stay updated on all the Kratom legislation in your state and in your town. So listen in and learn some great stuff. I'm talking to Melody Wolf, a premier Kratom advocate and one of the experts on Kratom legislation scraping. That is a word. It's a word that I just made up, I guess, anyway, because with all the legislation coming out on Kratom this year, there's a ton of it. You have to be an expert to know how to find all of this legislation, these reports, and these facts, especially if the representatives are trying to sneak in certain pieces of of legislation in your state. Melody is one of the best at uncovering these pieces of facts and reports and, and making them known to the public. So welcome to the show, Melody. Thank you so much, Wade. Awesome. So me and you, we talk pretty much every day, and as I discussed, you've tapped into your inner investigative uh, repartee, and you really uncover both the good and the bad that's happening in our country about Kratom and other botanicals. So one of the very first things that, that somebody who's listening to the Podbean app or listening on Apple Podcasts, and they want they want to get more involved in learning about the truth uh, learning about facts on Kratom and legislation and things like that. What are some of the things that they can do? What What is your routine uh, to where you are successful at finding all of this pertinent information? The main thing that I do at least, I would say, 10 times a day is I go to Legiscan, L-E-G-I-S-C-A-N, and I use two filters for it. First, I go for all of the states. Then I input the filter for the word Kratom, and you'll get most of the information done. But sometimes it's not listed as Kratom. It's listed as Microgyna. And so then you have to input that as well. And then Hmm. sometimes you get a few different ones because they don't specifically use the word Kratom. And I think that's what happened with West Virginia. I just have to be really patient and really thorough. Um, it's not something that you can do that takes, that's really fast, but it's very easy. You just have to be patient and willing to sit through pages and pages of information. Okay, so the first thing you would recommend would be to go to legiscan.com mm-hmm. and know the know the keywords that, that they would use, these representatives. Um, what are some other things that you do besides Legiscan that, is Legiscan your primary, uh, information no. getter? No, the primary ones are free news apps. Okay. And there's a news app called Newsbreak. It's free. As well as another one called Feedly. F-E-E-D-L-Y. And both of those are free. And you, you think of every combination of words that you can use, like Kratom Ordinance, Kratom Ban, Kratom Drug Task Force, 
Kratom Township, Kratom Council, <laughs> just keep doing different combinations of the same words. Mm. And that's how I find a lot of the um, city and county problems that come up by putting Kratom Ordinance in the search bar. And then all of those searches that I do in the browser, I do those same things on Facebook and those same ones on Twitter. So nice. Just, well, one of the nice. things, yeah, yeah, and, and one of the things that I've told my listeners um, to do, and I'm not for sure if you do this or not, but um, I instructed people on how to set up Google Alerts for when a new piece of content comes out on the Internet, and it will actually send them an email. So you, they, they could use those same keywords. Um, so that's mm-hmm. very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing that I think is needed the most right now is everyone needs to know where their city and council agendas and minutes are posted. Most will have an Internet link or a website. Mm-hmm. It's just so important. And then you need to check those agendas out. And I think it would be nice if people could go to all of the meetings because you can use all of your government. Even if it wasn't Kratos, you need to know what's going on. Yeah. And I just think I know that even though I watch Michigan as well as I can, I would not be surprised that there are some local bands out there. Hmm. So, in other words, if they really want to be, become active with Kratom in their city, their town, their state, just mm-hmm. try to make as many meetings as as they can, even if it's not about Kratom, because these representatives can start to recognize, you know, if I mm-hmm. if I continually go to these meetings, they, they I start I become a recognizable face, you know, mm-hmm. jump up there and say hi, get to know them, and then if it does happen, you've established some some sort of trust with these people that you know you care about what happens in the town or your city or whatever. So. uh yeah, that that's really really good. What so where where would one go? They would check their their. Would you recommend checking their city um, web web page first, and then searching right. for the minutes right there? Right, and most of them are pretty easy to find. Um, there are probably a few places here and there that don't have a website, and then just call your city hall and say where mm-hmm. you post the agenda and the minutes. Okay. All right. Now, you mentioned earlier to me before we started recording about having face-to-face meetings um with anybody that could make that has the power to make an ordinance. How how do they need to go about contacting, you know, because if somebody just contacted me out of the blue and it, it would just be like a little weird for me, but if you're a representative, they're they're obligated to to meet you if they can. How how would they go about doing that? I meet with um, our representative to the U.S. Congress, Senator Peters, his aide in Lansing. So I just called up the Lansing office, told them who I was and what I wanted to talk to them about, and I go there about every three or four months. Because we do have Senator Peters, we have the support, but I want to make sure that something doesn't happen to lose his support. Yeah. Because 
if if he decides not to support freedom, he's not going to call me and tell me that. Right. So I have to be proactive instead of reactive. Yes. You, you can make make friends with the, their aides because you're not often you're not going to be able to talk to the congressman. But if you can make a friend out of one of their aides, that is really key. Hmm. Because they're going to give that information to the congressman when they have their staff meetings. And um, the state representative, I just met with Senator Dr. Bison to the Michigan State House. They often have meet and greets around the state every couple of months. So you just call up their office and say, do you have any town hall meetings or do you have any coffee meetings scheduled? And they really have them all over the state. And yeah, they really do. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I wanted to interject this. The uh, I actually met with my, my congressman last year, and if, if someone wants to, to do this, you know, the congressman, your congressman will be in your area at some mm -hmm. point. And it, it took me about three or four months before they actually got before he got to sit down with me. So if if you're if someone is interested in, in meeting with their congressman or congresswoman, then right now is the time to, to call call their local office and and call their um, Washington office. Would Would you agree with that? I do agree with that. I do agree. Cool. And um, I think that the face-to-faces are important because I think many people have the stereotype of what a Kratom consumer is. Because they hear it mentioned so often, the new drug Kratom. And so they automatically get the stereotype in their mind of a drug user. When it's just really ordinary people like you and I that take it. Right. Right. And I think a lot of that is now I know the FDA and has has this campaign going against Kratom. They've got they've got representatives really pushing for a ban. And, and I know in 2016, the DEA came out and, and then we were able to stop that ban. Um, to my knowledge, that was the first time that that has ever happened where the DEA actually right. backed off. But. You know, the news media is not doing us any favors either. And you're exactly right when people begin, uneducated people. I'm not talking about people that aren't smart. I'm just talking about people that are uneducated about the facts and the science of Kratom. And they they see these news reports and they see uh, this smear campaign going against Kratom. And it's it's really easy to just fall into that negative oblivion, you know. If, if you can make the first time that your representative, whether it's city council or your United States representative, have the information come from you being their first time that they hear about it. Don't let the first time reading about it come from the FDA. Often what people hear first, and there's a term for it, but I can't remember it, but what a person hears first about something, that's what gets in on their mind most. Mm -hmm. We're likely to keep that perception even when somebody else comes and tells them something different. 
So let you be the first person that introduces them to Kratom and just how much it can be helpful for all of us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, for people who, and I know there's a lot of Kratom consumers out there listening to this right now that aren't comfortable um, speaking with someone about this. And, and I've had people talk to me, you know, I'd love to do this, but I'm just a little nervous. But, you know, I, I want to point out right here that the American Kratom Association has the toolkit that you need to approach these people for these face-to-face meetings and they'll give you printouts and and everything can you kind of speak a little bit about that and how how they can lean on that i have everything printed out and i usually have five copies of everything we don't take everything at the first meeting because i want a reason to go back Mm -hmm. so that first time i'll take two or three things and then I have other things that I can keep going back. I thought I'd leave this bit. Oh, and this just came out. It gives you more reasons to go back. I often keep um, a few copies with me in my car. I was having coffee with another Kratom consumer, Jill, and a lady was overhearing our conversation. And after Jill had left, the woman leans over and she said, I'm sorry, I was eavesdropping. Can you tell me about Kratom? And oh, that's awesome. I was able to, you know, so I was able to give her information. And then I think I left a few copies of the Kratom fact sheet behind at the coffee house. Uh, that's awesome. And that just shows you the American Kratom Association is not just um, – on the front lines fighting for us. It, it's giving us the tools that we need to make these face-to-face meetings more more doable for the people who might be a little little more nervous to, to approach these representatives. The American Kratom Association has everything from Dr. Jack Henningfield's eight-factor analysis to what you need to do to you know, make a, a good first impression. And so, I mean, I, I really appreciate that. I mean, they, they've got so much stuff for us. You can pick up um, Vistaprint. You can get like 500 business cards for $10. And so I actually have business cards made up hmm. about being a creative advocate. And it has my email and my telephone number. And then I have a little office of support groups available. And I will often just pin those up to the bulletin boards in coffee houses or Starbucks or Big B's. And I've actually had a couple people call me off of those. And I think it just makes you look really professional when you have a business card with you. $10 for 500 of them is pretty, pretty reasonable. So. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Um, yeah, it's it's important to use the tools that is available to us, and it's interesting that you will use that, and, and that, that's what we want. We want people to not see us in a negative aspect, but a positive light. Like you said, um, you know, the first thing that they hear is more more likely what they're going to believe uh, in the future. So we need to make sure we, we spread the true facts of Kratom uh, in a positive way. Um, 
We're coming right back with Melody to talk more about what you can do to stay updated on everything Kratom. But first, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. I would like to talk to you today about Artisan Botanicals. Artisan Botanicals is your number one alternative health solution business. The Artisan team provides excellent customer service and instills a strong belief in educating clients from all walks of life. Artisan Botanicals is the largest all-natural kratom and pharmacist formulated CBD provider in the state of Oklahoma. Visit their online store at abotanicalcompany.com and use code RISEUP20 for 20% off your first order today. That is RISEUP20 or give them a call at 405-458-9699. That's 405-458-9699. Artisan Botanicals, holistic healing in an artificial world. All right, we're talking to Melody Wolf. We're just kind of getting into the 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 program here and showing you what you can do to kind of stay updated. And Melody, I, I want to kind of go off the beaten trail uh, for the next half of the segment and talk about something you sent me yesterday with the Rhode Island committee meeting. Uh, you Thank messaged you. me yesterday and you you told me you was like I it, this seems bad. I never got to watch it or listen, excuse me, listen to it. But can you just enlighten us, me, on what you heard with that? I'm I'm curious to to know. It was just I wasn't very happy afterwards. I had a hard time even listening to it the second time. It seemed like they had their minds made up ahead of time. Um, they were fine with Senator Bramble from Utah, and that went well. And then Kenningfield spoke for a couple minutes, and then we had one uh, Kratom consumer speak, and they kept saying, let's keep the comments brief, let's keep the comments brief. Bills before that, they never said that, and the bills after that, they never said that either. And Mac was answering a question, and they kind of cut him off and said, I think we get it now. There were so many things that the FDA said that they parroted. One of them was that most of the kratom comes from Thailand, and it's illegal in Thailand, and there must be a reason for that. And... Um, they even went so far as to say because it's illegal, that means that we're smuggling it into the United States. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of, you know, make, and it made it sound like it was drug trafficking because we were smuggling it in. Yeah. You know, and Matt, Matt went back to correct him, and then uh, I think uh, – person's last name was Bennett um, up there on, on the committee, he said whether he was talking to Matt, he said whether or not you think it's addictive, the FDA says that it is. So it is. And then he went on to say the FDA also says that it causes respiratory depression, so it will kill you. 
Uh, I mean, they're they, they're not even looking at the facts here, and I don't mean to interrupt. I mean, I just kind of I'm bowling over here, but it the Nate factor analysis study proves that it doesn't cause rep- respiratory. Uh, I'm, I'm so aggravated. I can't even think what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, all right, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, but oh, that's okay. Good. Mac exercised self-restraint. I was actually shouting at my phone <laughs> when I was listening to it. <laughs> I was shouting at my phone. They, it, I mean, it was everything that the FDA said. Yeah. We are still experiencing all the damage that Scott Gottlieb did. For sure. And that makes me think about the next state that I think we're going to have a problem with. And Mac alluded to it. Um, one of the webinars, I think, was Connecticut. Scott Gottlieb lives in Connecticut. And back in September of 2019, the legislative affairs attorney generated a report for the state assembly. And they have a professor at the University of Connecticut. His name is C. Michael White. And he's a professor of pharmacy. He's been putting a lot of articles out there saying that at the very least, he thinks it should be sold behind the counter at the pharmacy. So I really think that we're going to see a bill coming out of Connecticut very shortly. Like you said, these people are parroting the FDA's lies. I talked with uh, Mr. Macado on the previous episode. If you've not listened to that, go check go check out the uh, conversation I had with Mr. Haddo. And and he was adamant when he was saying the only thing that's coming out of the FDA right now is nothing but lies against Kratom. And it makes me – I'm not – you know, I'm not a, a professional. I don't claim to be a professional on Kratom, but it makes me – feel like that there is there is something going on that connects Kratom and the FDA that they don't want this. I mean, anybody can see that. I mean, you've got a new a, a bill in New Hampshire, a, a bill to ban Kratom on March the 3rd, a hearing. And yeah. then um, the Illinois state lawmakers, um, it's already regulated to people uh, under the age of 18. And so now, what is going on? There is an undercurrent somewhere. There's a deep undercurrent. And I think eventually we are going to find out what the string is or where where the anchor is at. But it's going to have to be, somebody's going to have to quit the FDA, I think, (laughs) and tell us what happened. Yeah, there is yeah. something definitely going on. Especially definitely. since, especially since um, former Commissioner Gottlieb ended up at Pfizer three months after he left the FDA. Oh, that was no coincidence. No, it wasn't. He's on the board, and Pfizer in 2018 just happened to establish a CBD division. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so, open your eyes, people. 
open your <laughs> eyes to what's going on. I mean, ugh. They established a CBD division. They, it, it, this is my opinion. They want to ban Kratom, make it a Schedule One, and then they want to turn around and prescribe it to us. That, oh, that's there, what they want to do. There are three patents on synthesized Kratom out of the out of Japan, mm-hmm. the university there. So yep. there are already three synthesized alkaloids. Yeah. And guessing that two of them would be the ones that give us our benefits. Yes. Now, on that on that patent thing you were talking about last year, I I hit a trail, and oh, uh, I was writing writing. You remember that, huh? And so mm-hmm. I was writing an article on the on the patented alkaloid, and so I couldn't find a name. And finally, I tracked down the name, the the person who filed for this patent. And uh, this is an interesting story. And so I began to do a back trail on this guy. I did, nothing was really on him. I found his LinkedIn address. There was no profile picture, um, not really much information on him, but there was an address, an address uh, for this man's home. And it was all, it was the same address that was on the patent. And I clicked the, uh, I put the address in Google Maps and I zoomed down to street level. And do you know where it was? It was. It was a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, something is going on here. I feel like Scooby Doo, you know, yeah. going mm-hmm. to pull off pull off Scott Gottlieb's mask or or pull off the monster's mask. It's going to be Scott Gottlieb or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was so so weird that a, a patent that was filed and it was filed correctly. And on that synthesized alkaloid, and then the uh, the trail led to a cemetery, and mm-hmm. um, and so you know, it, it, look enough of the bad news. We we've got we've got uh, you, you can go to legiscan.com like Melody has told you. You can find out the best stuff, the best information in your state and going on around in the country. But let's let's talk about some good news. The uh, let's talk about the success in West Virginia and what these Kratom consumers did to help push that um, that success over the top. And this is where uh, all Kratom consumers can participate and uh, join in the fun. Can you talk a little bit about West Virginia and what happened over there? I do, They tried to, they called it updating the consumer I and mean, updating the Controlled Substances Act in West Virginia. So I think that was unexpected. And I and all of a sudden it just appeared on Legiscan. I was so surprised when I saw it. Um they were just updating it to add Kratom to it, but it wasn't called Kratom. They used the science names the alkaloid. So I'm not quite sure if I missed it or what. But hmm. I Pretty sure that Mac was surprised too, and he did. Uh, Congressman Patricia Rucker and had her. What he said, she stood tall, and she put an amendment in there to have it stricken from the list, and it was successful. So it is still legal in West Virginia. 
That's awesome. And one of the things that, that Kratom consumers from all over the country did was to follow the call to action from AmericanKratom.org. And they, they set it up so easily. Um, it was going to email 17 West Virginia's, um, 17 senators and it, it's, it's just perfect. And, and that's why you need to make sure you're following the AmericanKratom.org and getting their updates because you never know. I mean, just like Melody said, it was uh, a little, a little shock, uh, to everybody when West Virginia, uh, filed that on Legiscan. And there it is. And tomorrow it could be it could be your state, could be my state, mm-hmm. you know. And Matt is really good about updating on Twitter. That's where he goes first. Yeah. The calls What's his? Uh, do you do you remember his Twitter had O'Mac in it? Yeah, I I don't know it right off the top of my head right now. Okay. Well, you can find him on Twitter, Mac Haddo, American Kratom Association. And, uh, he's always a good person to follow. Um, so Melody, let's wrap, wrapping this up. What does a concerned Kratom tea drinker need to do to ensure that they're getting the most updated information? What, what are some of the, some of the most important things as a wrap up that you would tell these people listening right now that they can do to stay updated on all the information? Get the free news apps. They are fantastic. That is where I get 90% of my information from. And the other 10%, I get it by using the Facebook search bar and the Twitter search bar. Many of the, well, like the Ohio Board of Pharmacy, all of their updates, that's on Twitter. Use those search bars and everything. Use every combination of freedom, ordinance, bill, ban. You know, just try mixing up the um, combinations because you will get different results just by mixing up the order of the words. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it doesn't take that long. I just do it all day long, but you could do it three or four times a day and get most of the information and make sure that you're following the American Freedom Association. Exactly, exactly. And you know what? Um, I would also add set up your Google alerts. And mm-hmm. um, and to reiterate what Melody said at the beginning of the show, go to legiscan.com and, and use every keyword imaginable in those filters. And don't forget to follow AmericanKratom.org. Melody Wolf is one of the best uh, information scrapers that I've ever seen. I've been doing this business a long time. And uh, so, Melody, I guess I'll let you get back to it. Thank you so much for coming on the Botanical Resistance podcast today and we appreciate it thank you you have a good day wade i would like to talk to you today about artisan botanicals artisan botanicals is your number one alternative health solution business the artisan team provides excellent customer service and instills a strong belief in educating clients from all walks of life artisan botanicals is the largest all-natural kratom and pharmacist formulated cbd provider in the state of oklahoma visit their online store today at abotanicalcompany.com and use code riseup20 for 20 percent off your first order today that's code riseup20 or you can give them a call at 405-458 
405-458-9699. That is 405-458-9699. Artisan Botanicals, Holistic Healing in an Artificial World.